Hello and welcome to Everyday Curiosity. My name is Ryan Newsom, and today we are recording the first official Everyday Curiosity podcast. So I just want to like really have this episode to be like a, a first official episode and also a little to know me, a little to know why I have this person right here next to me. Say your name. Jahir. Yes. This is my best friend here, um, or Jahir, but whatever. I and, forgot. Uh, <laughs> I say it in my other way. But um, just to know like a little why I chose him to be my first uh, co-host and I like that. Because, again, a little fun fact about me and him. We've been friends for about seven, eight years. So I met him in fourth grade. Was it fourth or fifth? Uh, no. We met third grade and then Oh, yeah, okay, we met fourth, third grade, grade, but, like, became friends in fifth grade. Yeah. Which I actually get into the story why we became friends. And, like, um... Because, you know, like, what happened with all that. And so, like, yeah. the story of why we really became friends and wh- how we got so close and stuff. But, um, anyway, so, yeah, this is going to be the first official podcast. So, first things first, thank you to everybody who's either watching on video, listening to on on any audio platform or anything like that. Thank you so much because I want this to be a big thing and this is going to be a big production. Um, and currently, right now, I'm at a different location than my normal studio. And so... Things are going to be changing, things are going to get bigger, things are going to get better. So hopefully uh, you stick around, hopefully you enjoy all of this, and I guess let's get into it. I mean, so first, like, yes. I don't whisper, don't whisper <laughs> to the mics. It's so sensitive, it picks up everything. Anyway, so um, mainly, like, I want this episode to, like, really talk about the importance of, like, friendship when it comes to mental health aspects or just, like, life aspects or how, like... It's always important to just have that one kind of best friend you can go to. I mean, it's okay if you have multiple, but like, there's always that one best friend where it's just like, like, ah, like your buddies. Like, you can go to him for anything, go to her for anything like that. And so, but uh, I'll get started on like why me and you here like became so close, like how we became like good friends. So back in was it? It was in Miss Wallace's class. Miss Wallace is a fifth grade, right? Miss yeah. Wallace was. Four? Yeah. Yeah, no, Miss Wallace was fifth grade. Okay, so we did really become friends in fifth grade. Anyway, so in fifth grade... We got um, so excited. I know, like, <laughs> we got so excited that we remembered. Just because, you know, true friendships. You don't remember any, like, actual dates. But, um, anyway, so back in fifth grade, uh, me and him were in the same class, and there was this one guy, this one guy named Giovanni, who I swear if... Ooh. We're actually going to say this? Dude, okay. Oh. So he used to bully us, like... Not like not even bull- just us. It was yeah. like just anybody he would think is the an undergod an undergod underdog. Uh, uh, yeah, undergod. No, yeah, like anybody who because the thing is now that I'm gonna talk about later is that with like at elementary school, if there was there is always like a, this weird power hierarchy. Like if somebody was deemed as more powerful, like as a bully, like because Giovanni, like we viewed him as kind of just like. Oh, we can't do nothing about this. Like he is more powerful than us in a way. Like powerful is a big term to use, but like, it, like he was stronger than us. He he like we we were passive when it Back came to then. everything. Yes. <laughs> and so, I'm sorry. Uh, yes. No, but um, and so as as a kid, we really didn't like do much about it. We just kind of rolled with the punches, but it sucked because we would get bullied every day. And it was like, this is like the stereotypical bullying too, back in elementary yeah. school bullying. Like, I feel like college. I see him as the only one who did that too. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Like he was... Everybody's super chill. Everybody's just vibing. And then whenever he's over there, just... And I see, I saw him as a kid. Like I never really like focused on bullying on me. 
like whenever it came to me i'm just like i just let it happen and then whenever it happens to like somebody else is just like uh i i become defensive and when it gets to that it's like me actually trying to fix that crap and uh trying to you know yeah. actually go up to giovanni and say yo like back off stop like and so i feel like that's a big reason why we became friends and stuff because me and you were like the main ones he picked on i don't know if you realized that like me and you were the main ones that he picked on and i think just because um we both realized that or at least i realized that in the sense like what you were just saying where if you see it happen it's just like you want to stick up for that person so since me and you were like the main two ones i i felt like in me like i want to help you and so i think again the reason we became so close because that we related to each other and the fact that me me and you were having like the same struggles with this with this kid with like this bully of ours and um and i feel like that's like a really weird connection that was able to like bring us together because i remember all the times that like he would call you things and like i would go to you like say like hey or just hang out with you like that's the importance of like friendship when it comes to it because like those hardship times those hardship moments that person will always go and say hey that's how you discern a best friend from just a person because a best friend is gonna go up to you and make sure you're okay then laugh at you a person will make <laughs> sure you're okay and then just go off but um no so yeah and i think like that's one like main importance in my life at least like um from what happened like when we were kids or just why friendship is important because again you are my longest friend i've had because i had i had um a friend for about six years and um and but we're not friends anymore and stuff but he has been there for the same amount of time but actually stayed and so like it is it's weird to say like i've known you more than half my life I know we can say that like yeah, there's no it's going so back weird. either. Like, yeah, it won't change. Like not from now on, it's gonna be like half or more. You know, back what, eight <laughs> years, seven years is like you know when we were fourteen, sixteen. So mm -hmm. yeah, not from now on we can say that. Yeah, from now <laughs> on we change. can always say that we know you. We know each other for like half our lives or longer. So like I, I had to do the mental math. Yeah, you know, smart boy. But um, so yeah, it, it's just. It's a really good thing to just have a friend that you know you can, like, always go to. Like, uh, somebody who's going to always text you first, like, hey, how's your day? And something like that. Because that's really important when it comes down to it. Because um, one thing that I've realized a lot is that there, there's a lot of people who you can text first, but they'll never text you back. And that's, like, a really big discerning difference of, like, if you want those people around in your life. Because you care about them but in a way, they probably do. And this only goes to, like, certain different things because people show different ways of affection, different ways like exactly. that. But, um, it's always, like, there's always little things you could do in a friendship relationship, a actual dating relationship, things like that, such as text first or do something first, like, ask to hang out and things like that. Like, that's always, like, little things in a friendship to make a friendship, like, really mean something. Yeah. And I, I just feel like it, that's, like, the, um discerning thing from like a best friend and just a regular friend yeah and like you know just that like going off from what you said you know they're always being there you know being the first ones to text yo are you okay how was your day and stuff uh we do that a lot and i realize yeah, often and more subtly too it's like we're the only ones there like I, I remember last year towards the end of the year i felt like very uh i don't know if you did eat, uh too but like i felt very enclosed very alone i don't know why i had no extracurriculars anymore to help me out like i was in tennis oh, and i could definitely notice that too like i could tell like toward the end of the year because i think we kind of talked about this too but i could tell like your your demeanor kind of changed just because you weren't 
around these people that you like, talk to every day and people like that group chat that you have with all the tennis team and stuff like you're around those people every day so obviously in person it's easier to talk to somebody but like texting is kind of now like a form of going out of your way to talk to somebody yeah and so and um one thing that again i was talking about just a few minutes ago is that um discerning like a friend and a best friend because uh, you could talk to somebody in person every day, but you'll find out, like, they won't text you first. And so, I, but again, like, with me and you, like, we talk to each other in person a lot, like, when we're at school. And then even over the weekends, like, over uh, after school, like, we text a lot as well and also call and stuff. Like, it's it's those weird, um, those weird, like, moments when you realize, like, this person is somebody I can actually go to if I need help or if I need something and also just want to talk and something like that. Exactly. Like, for me, you, like, I know, like, we're really close and, like, we're, like, really good friends because there's these people that, you know, like, are your friends, but you have that, you know, little feeling in the back of your head that's saying, like, like, that's making you scared. Like, if you mess up or something, you might, Mm -hmm, in a certain way, lose them. Yes. So, but with us... Just generally with us, like, we're not scared of that anymore. I used to be. Like, that's why I felt oh, alone oh, and all sure. that. Oh, for sure. Literally all the time, yeah. And um, so that's why I felt so alone, like, on during in that, like, little time period where I just didn't have a lot to do. Because it's been a while. In that time, it's been, it had been a while since I had talked to you. Uh-huh. And then we started talking again. And that felt really good because that made me think, yo, it's even after all that time. Because it's been, like, a couple months since we really like hang out uh, or hung out uh, and it just really got me thinking you know like he's actually there for me like no matter like uh what we because we don't have we didn't have a lot of classes together. oh we didn't have zero we had zero, zero classes, classes actually like we would see each other in passing period or at lunch occasionally because we exactly. have separate lunches too so like in the passing periods we would talk and that was really it and um again i want you to go back on what you were saying but also going off of what you said I, I felt that same way, too, in the sense that uh, I could tell that we weren't talking as much as we, we usually would, even though I know you're busy. That's why I didn't discredit anything. And plus, um, I do want to just mention that, again, it is like those subtle differences of being best friends and, and like just regular friends or acquaintances and stuff, because I know, and I've told you this, too, that I know what you could do anything and it would never really, it, it would never change the way I kind of look at you. It would never change the way I perceive you. Because I know how you actually are. And especially, like, around people. I know, like, your tendencies and, like, your uh, mannerisms and stuff. Like, I know all of that. And so, again, like, if you were to really do anything, I kind of realized at this point, like, you are my best friend. Nothing kinda, nothing's going to change that at this point. <laughs> we start just beating each other on camera. No. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, what were what were you saying? No, yeah, it's just basically just that you know feeling that you really there's these certain friends like us who just you know you won't lose because mm-hmm. there's acquaintances or just normal regular friends that you're you're scared of losing, yeah. and then there's these people like us who's just there all the time, no matter how far apart. Like if you have classes together or not, like you always know. Uh, like for example, if like you're having a really bad day. Uh, and I know this pretty stereotypical to say this, you know, like you've heard it a lot of times or wherever, like where people say, oh, no, I'm always here when you need me. Or like you can always turn oh, to me and stuff. That's passed around like candy. Ex- like, exactly. It's literally passed around so easily because that type of stuff is easier said than done. And um, and it really shows when somebody actually does it. But um, uh, did you have anything else? Or? 
No. So Sorry. yeah, and like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so like also like off of that, like um, just eventually like coming down to be comfortable doing like just comfortable being friends. Like I could say the dumbest thing, and and like we would just laugh at it. Like it's the thing. Like I'm not worried about losing you as a friend anymore because we've been through so much stuff, just either friendship wise or just like situationally wise. We've been through so much that we can talk about and relate to. And also just to feel that comfort of knowing I have somebody to go to. Like those late night calls that we got, like when I call you up and just, or like when you call me and we just like rant about something for two or three it's, hours. It's so much fun. Talk about either like, Either, like, the... the Society, uh, talking about family or whatever. Oh, yeah, like, we can talk about, like, the dumbest thing, like, video games or, like, talk or that, about... yeah. Talk about, like, the most deepest, like, our most personal secrets, like, our most personal, like, regrets and, like, our family and, like, other situational uh, deep things like that. Like, it's such a weird connection that we have that we can just talk about anything and it and it just flows. That's why I, I, I love having you on the, uh, on the podcast to so just, like, help me with stuff. We but, basically, um, like, just real quick, we basically had what we're doing now just, you know, we, we can literally make a podcast over the phone calls that we've made. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> if we could put our phone it's calls just, together, it would be the greatest podcast, legitimately. It's funny how truthful that is, but anyway. Yeah. And so, um, uh, and, like, also one thing, one thing I do, I do want to mention, because I mentioned this a while ago, because I've been talking to here about starting this podcast and stuff like that, and so... A main topic of this podcast is going to be about mental health and like also like things that aren't really talked about, all the taboo subjects that aren't really talked about between kids and parents. Like I explain, if you haven't seen the tutorial of this, or not tutorial, um, like the the intro uh, to this uh, YouTube channel and also podcast, it is linked in the description down below if you want to watch it. But um, so like a main thing with this podcast is is mental health and I think like you hear has helped me so much in a lot of different aspects just to have that person to go to and talk to in case I need it just to have somebody who's going to be understanding in case I need it and also somebody who's not going to get thrown off or pushed away by any problems that come up with either me then because that's one thing I've talked about uh with him before is that people who people who have things like mental health problems like can tend to push people away not because they want to but because it's it's kind of hard for those other people who don't have those things to understand which like may, makes the disconnect and kind of pushes them away that's why with you here even though he may not have some things and things like that but he may have have like little spurts of it and I so, have like, anxiety yeah oh yeah i'm gonna say hundred percent i'm, a, I'm a blurry now. and like and i but that's the thing too like me and him can relate and things like that because i i have the same thing too and he has uh, a different form of anxiety and one thing i want to ask you like with your anxiety because people don't know like some most adults right now and most most kids too don't really know what anxiety is and that's a topic i want to talk to you about because i know you experience it and other things like depression and things like that that will be talked about with other students but <laughs> but um i just just because i know like you and anxiety what does that look like for you for me like physically or just like physically and mentally but we'll yeah. do physically first first of all like again i don't talk to as much i become a lot more awkward like that's basically <laughs> me trying 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 to break out of my show yeah a lot of the time so like you might notice my posture or whatever like i don't 
think I close my hands too much, but sometimes uh, I so do. I noticed that you put your hands like either in your pockets, in your or, pockets. or or like you kind of just like put them in a fist or kind of put your arms like this or like move them a lot. That's one thing I've realized. Yeah, give like my posture. Like, I don't look naturally. You know, yeah, you like, look. I like walk like weird. Content, like or not content. So you look weird. really like like tense and stuff. Like yeah, like you don't know how to be in that social setting. See the thing, I don't think I've talked about this a lot either. Like I'm just <laughs> yeah, mentioning it. This is this is the place to do it. This is the place to make sure. Yeah, but like it's just that type of stuff, you know, uh, and it makes it worse too because I'm conscious about it. That's it, yeah, no, yeah. No. So that makes you know that kind of you know worsens the situation because I try to fix it in myself and I like I think yo I'm doing this wrong I'm doing this. Not doing it wrong, but, like, I know I look weird or I, I might act weird, you know, say the wrong things in the wrong moments. Mm-hmm. There's that type of awkwardness that occurs with me a lot of the times. And I I just struggle to fix it because just being conscious won't help, it, for, at least for me. Because being conscious of something, uh, in a way, scares me mm-hmm. to an extent. And, you know, but there's that kind of consciousness that you have that you got to have that positive consciousness it can't be something like that you try to force in yourself you know like i got to do this i got to do that but not fully understand you know why you have to do it or like i know i have to you know be more open be more um social or whatever and then but not it's not until i realize why or how i got to do it the importance of it and you know, is that's basically when I can actually be myself. I realize, hey, I gotta not focus on certain aspects and just, you know. Yeah, and like uh, back on what you're saying about consciousness, it, it's a weird thing to think about. That being conscious of the problem makes it worse. And I'm gonna explain that real quick because, so I'll say, um, no, all right, how how do I explain this? Because I have a. <laughs> You're eating a burrito on camera, yeah. But, um, no, because there's a, a way that I can and? say it. Like, because, you know, because, you know, I have, um, what's it called? Anxiety ticks. And so, and most people don't know what that is. I'll explain that real quick. Anxiety ticks is when, like, okay, so with my anxiety and, like, how you hear kind of saying, uh, and how I kind of explained it for him, is that he looks really tense. With anxiety, you get really tense. And I believe what anxiety ticks are, and I'm not professional, so if you want to correct me in the comments, or if somebody who isn't more knowledgeable of this, I'm sorry. But uh, with anxiety uh, ticks, you get so tense, I think your muscles like spasm in a way. And so, and it, I can't really explain it. I haven't done too much research on it, just because I know if I think about it too much, when I be conscious about it, I I tend to actually do it more. And this is a real thing when it comes to like, um, psychology and something like that, with people who have Tourette's, people who have regular tics and things like that, that when you think about it, it worsens it. And yeah. it's that strange thing, like how you're saying, of positive consciousness and negative consciousness. Because when it comes to, like, let's say, depression, let, I'm going to go with the, the general stereotypical form of what people know as depression. Even if you don't have it, I'm going to do it in the most basic way as possible, is that you're really sad. So, being sad. With, with that being said, being conscious that you're really sad, if let's do the negative scenario, the negative form of it is like making yourself more sad, you know, um, listening to music, which even though that is a coping method, but like listening to sad music or like just not pulling yourself, not actively trying to find a way to pull yourself out of that sadness could be a negative mindset or a negative consciousness because you are conscious that you're sad but you're actively not doing anything about it 
So that, that's kind of like a, a negative consciousness. But like a positive consciousness is, again, the vice versa of that, is that you're, po you're actively trying to m make yourself come out of it. Like, again, when it comes down to your depression, like, Maybe you eat, like, you eat your first meal, or, like, you clean your room, or, like, you listen to happy music, or things, do things that make you happy, that you know should make you happy. Even if it doesn't, just do them. Because when it does come down to depression, which I'll talk more about with other students, and also probably again when you hear us back on and things like that, but um, when it comes to depression, the things that made you happy don't really make you happy anymore. And so, again, when it comes down to actively trying to do those things, even when you are sad in the in the stereotypical form of depression, like when you're just really sad, trying to do those things is it a positive consciousness of actively trying to make yourself better. And so I think that's just like my viewpoint of it. Of course, it's different for everything. Like when it comes to anxiety, it comes to suicide, it comes to um, anxiety tips. Like it comes down to everything uh, differently. And so, but anyway, um, uh, going off of that tangent. So I I do I do want to explain because. Again, this is going to this episode is supposed to be uh, getting to know me a little bit and also uh, just kind of know me and his friendship over here. But um, uh, what's it called? So I I, I don't I, I this podcast I'm going to have to mention it. Like I'm gonna disclose information um a lot about myself that I kind of I'm yeah. okay with opening. So but, like if if you're wondering like oh my gosh like I I didn't know that or whatever like or like oh man. If you ever think, you know, why we act certain ways, this is kind of why. And again, it's not like something, you know, like, seri it's serious, but like not something like where, oh my gosh, they got to, oh, they really need some help. Yeah, but like, don't make it, it's like, yeah, no. it's just, so, we, we accept it now. Yeah, and like, there's a lot of things like really bad. that has happened in the past seven months, since January. My, like, I, I'm going to sound dramatic in this aspect, but since January, my life has changed a lot. And I know you know you hear, like, a lot of things have changed since January. Like, literally, January was the month of, like, everything just turned on its side. And maybe that side is the correct side, because now I can't really go back onto the other side, so that is now the side that I'm sitting on. But, um, so... One thing, since you hear this here, I want to, and we're learning stuff about me in this podcast, and also why this, why this podcast is really a thing. So, again, go back to what I was saying. So, I've, I've been in a mental hospital before. I've been instituted for six days, I believe. And, um, so, going on to that, um, kind of in a way, you hear... Is is like a main leading point for that. Not not that it's a bad thing. I'm glad. I'm glad that you uh, did that. But I know what way, you mean now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I know. You know what I'm getting at. So okay. So uh, I blame myself. By the no, way. I know. That's why I don't want you to. I don't. I, I don't want you to. But um. So the day before I got instituted, um, he texted me, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I and I texted him genuine or like I typed out genuinely uh, like how I was doing, but then. Internally, with me, just because there's other stuff going on with like relationships and uh, or past relationships and um, like friendships and like that, I didn't feel okay with um, sending him like that long paragraph because it can be overwhelming for some people and tend to push people away, like we were talking about earlier. Even though I know it's no. it's here, but it was no. again it was in that time uh, span like where we weren't talking as much, so I didn't feel okay with sending him that paragraph. Anyway, so um, uh, with that being said, I typed out that paragraph. And then d decide to copy and paste it into a Google Doc I was writing. You're going to learn a lot more about this Google Doc. But um, anyway, so I copied and pasted it into there. And 
that doc linked with my school account because I accessed that file through my school account, which that file then got linked with my school account. The school system scanned it, and with all the events leading up to it, uh, the school eventually saw it, um, saw what I, I wrote, that recent little section, and then everything kind of unraveled the next day. Like, I got called into the counselor's office, my parents got called, and then that same day, I got um, evaluated instituted. But it, it's fu now it's funny. Like, I want you to think it was a funny thing. Not that you blame yourself, you hear. Um, that, because that text, I was, I was instituted in a mental hospital. But, again, it has... Uh, I, the reason I'm, like, kind of bringing that up is because it is the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Because being there and, like, kind of realizing a lot of different things and also realizing a lot of different things outside of being in a mental hospital and stuff like that is that, um... Is that, like... I, like, I don't know. Because... I, I want this podcast to kind of be my experiences and also uh, a lot of things with me and also just for parents to learn, like, uh, what your kids think or parents to learn how kids think nowadays in, like, this real weird world society with social media technology and things like that. And also I want the kids to learn how, like, parents think, how parents go through life or how they went through life as kids our age, as teenagers. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, this isn't, like, to say, you know, you're a bad parent. No. Yeah, like, no. This goes both ways. That. Yeah, it goes kids, both you, ways. Kids are, can be mean. Kids suck. Too. I will say that. Kids suck. Adults suck. There's a lot of adults in the world that suck. There's a lot of kids in the world that suck. And and this, and is this like podcast more, is the place to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it's more of an understanding type of deal. You oh, yeah. It's not like parents hate kids and kids hate parents. It's like... Mm -hmm. A lot of misunderstandings. And so, everywhere. like, that's one thing. I'm glad that he mentioned the word understanding. It's because the reason, the, like, the main reason this podcast is a podcast, and I was going to mention this even after the fact, that that word understanding. Because understanding is, like, the key thing that we need nowadays. Because, um, especially, like, when it comes down to a, a kid having a, a mental problem, talking to their parent, because I know you've experienced this before, is that, um, our parents, or our guardians nowadays, don't really understand, like, what it means to have anxiety. It doesn't really understand what it means to have depression and things like this. And and going off of that, it makes it really hard. And um, and it's really hard to just have that disconnect from your parent and from your kid to have, like, this type of conversation to be like, hey, are you okay? And that's a big thing is to understand when they're not okay. And I know you have something... Uh, like to talk about that and something like that. Yeah, no, but like, what's it called? And you know, if if you haven't like heard it already, it's kind of like uh, we have nothing against our parents, of course. You're doing something over there. I was facing the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have nothing against our parents or whatever. Like oh, yeah. we haven't had. I mean, I guess we've had some trauma. I don't know, but it's not like you know something that's any anything too worrying. But aside yeah. from that, it's like. You know, we have no grudge against our parents. This is just us trying to speak out, trying to yeah, uh, help anybody who, who, you know, prevent anything else from happening to uh, anybody. And yeah, and I, I, yeah, I want this to be the place to bridge the gap from, uh, like, the difference of parents and the difference of, um, from their kids and, like, the, the ways of understanding. Because, I, like, okay, in the scenario of, um, like, a, a kid going to their parents saying, hey, I... I feel this, so, like, I think I have this, like, um, to be a, 
I want the parents to like, uh, like kind of just not know how to handle it, just but know like, okay, this is what it really, this is what it is, this is how it feels for other kids. Let's let's let me see if I, how I can help my kid. And I know like, I know parents like nowadays like let's say like my parents. I know that, that that's what they want to do, but it's just again that lack of understanding. Like, and one thing like I do want to mention. So let's just say a parent did ask, well, well, like, let's just say scenario-wise. The parent said, well, just tell me how it is. Or, like, just explain to me. One thing I want you to realize, you you never have the right words for this. How do you explain? Like, And like, this can vary. This can vary for oh, a lot 100%. of the types of people. Yeah. Like, uh, I think he's, he's speaking for us both. Uh, it's kind of hard, you know, especially at the moment to think of things that Really is really personal about you. I don't know why. It's just something we struggle with. Um, a lot. I don't know if you've tried this before, but writing it, writing. Yeah, again, yeah, that Google Doc. Remember that? Okay, so again, I'm gonna be mentioning this Google Doc a lot, and um, I know you hear. It's a key point it. in the story. It's a oh very very key point. Well, it's like it's not it's not a key point in the story. It just is the story. Like <laughs> <laughs> because again um. How you, oh, excuse me. You're gonna call uh, yourself out. <laughs> so, yeah. like, how you're saying, writing it down. Yeah. I since May, no, May or February, around that time, I started writing this Google Doc, and I literally on my worst nights I've typed, on my best nights I would type, and I'm currently on like seventeen or twenty pages of just of just publishing. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, maybe eventually, but no, that, that's no, that's do far that. in the future. You but said no. you said February and man, I was like, that's a big time gap. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a little, a little few months in between there, but somewhere in between that, I started this, oh, and okay. um, like and like this this doc is like a a big thing. It's like it's a real big thing. And he's read it. Um, there's a few people who have read it. A few people I wish didn't read it, but they read it and things like that. But um. Anyway, uh, I, you'll find out more about the doc, and I'll probably bring out the doc eventually. I was planning on printing it, uh, but I'm not gonna take it to school and bring it, like in the actual studio at my house. But otherwise, besides that, um, again, this is just more of like an episode uh, to kind of know a little bit more about me, which I explained why this podcast is happening, and more about me, like the reasons of this podcast, just because um, I have gone through, well, what you would consider depression and what you consider anxiety and uh, suicidal ideation and things like that. I, I have gone through certain things like I like again, one thing that me and here want to preface is that we didn't have a we don't we didn't have a bad childhood and we don't have a bad childhood. It's it's kinda weird to explain because we don't want to feel um you don't want to feel like uh you're being ungrateful. And mm-hmm. like I don't want our our parents to think that we're being ungrateful. Yeah. Just because we have like these facts. But again, it's hard for me to really um put things together because when I go to my therapist and like we talk about things and like again we talk about things and even she's saying like oh I'm I'm sure that must have affected you this way I wish way, I had way. a therapist and then wait <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, what <laughs> I'm oh are you okay or, oh that's the question my shit anyway um I'm very happy so uh, <laughs> that sounded so okay we'll get on to that later um uh, no but other like uh when I therap- when me and my therapist talk like uh, we talk about a lot of things, and even she says, like, oh, that, this should have affected you. In a, or not should have, but did this affect you in any way? Like, 
And in my mind, I don't want to look at it like it affected me because there's obviously the grass is always green on the other side and I don't want to feel ungrateful for what I have compared to like what happened in the past. And clearly like my parents have always like what happened after the fact and just like me and my brother and things like that. Like all, all that can kind of just like conglomerate into like this one thing that I guess can affect you in, in multiple different ways. But at, Everybody is different to each of their own the way that they take in information to each of their own the way that they handle information That's why it's it feels Selfish to say like oh this affected me like this even though the next person over will say like oh that wouldn't affect me at all Again, and so it kind of just makes you feel bad because again to each of their own people handle different things and also again I was a kid I was um, eight or ten whenever my parents got divorced, so that would be different from when like, he his parents uh, were going through things and stuff like that. And um, and so, again, a, a phrase I'm going to use a lot is to each of their own because that that ties down to a, a big part of society and also a big part of, like, why I think a certain way about my childhood and why I do certain things and stuff like that. But um, do you have anything else to go for that? Yeah, I mean, like, is that so, 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 so. <laughs> Well, including the edit. No, go on. These are bloopers. Um, what's it called? It's that sense of entitlement that uh, a lot of people have, you know, uh, where... And this is a different subject to what I was just talking about, by the way. This is, like, talking about the general synopsis of society now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's that no, it's kind of going off of it too. Yeah, I'm, a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to find I, the right words. I don't know mm-hmm. if that was the right word to say, but it's that type of you know, uh, I, I'd like to say confidence that someone has to think that arrogance. their arrogance, you know, some sort of that uh, thing to think that you're feeling the right way you feel. Because I feel like I like that confidence. A mm-hmm. lot of the times, like you said uh, earlier, when. Um, you know, we've gone through uh, things that for us affected us, but then we, uh, you know, back on, like, you, we try to defend ourselves from, or we try to, like, bring ourselves down and say, no, those feelings are wrong because, uh, yeah. uh, and we try to justify that, no, we've had a good childhood and think that we might be making a big deal. Yeah, right? it is that justification, like, not wanting to make a big deal out of things, even though it really did affect us. We don't, we don't feel like, because, like, again, it makes us look you know, it makes us, and maybe to y'all, it might sound like very, uh, you know, oh, y'all are wussies or whatever, yeah. but like, it's not, and uh, we're, like, currently I'm not making a big deal about it. It's not like something that would uh, affect me, you know, to, uh, like, at, at least now when when I'm just like, you know, here chilling and stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're not really trying to make it a big deal, but in the moment when it happens, stuff like this happens, Yeah. it's something that, you know you can't really control it's not like uh and then when you try to control it and try to justify that those feelings are wrong it's just gonna make things worse you, can, yeah. you can't back down or double down on yourself and say that uh no i shouldn't be feeling this way because like it's ungrateful like you know i have all this and this and this and uh, while other people's don't and uh it's just you know, it's a good thing to think that way. That humbleness yeah, it's being uh, humble in inside way. of you is something that everybody should have. But, you know, you'd always have to... You, there's all, It's always a good thing to have a median and everything. You can't be too humble to where you don't have enough confidence or too confident to where you're not humble enough. And yeah. it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And, you know, as you, as you were saying, society has that... Um, 
you know, that feeling of overconfidence or entitlement. Yeah, or like egotistical in a way when it comes down to people. That's, you know, I'm not saying that's everybody. Oh, yeah. But, like, again, going off, like, what you're saying about justifying your feelings, because that, that is, like, a big thing that can make things either worse or better when you think about it. Because it's weird thing when it comes down to the mental health aspect of wanting to understand why. And so when it comes to justifying your feelings, again, that could be good or bad. And, like, what do the two different scenarios of it being good is that you realize, like, oh, okay, this is normal for me. This is uh, how things, not how things should be, but this is what should be happening and i'm and i'm going through the steps correctly and then the negative or like the bad way is like it kind of brings you down because then you're contradicting yourself you're confusing yourself even more and that's a real big key is you don't want to get more confused when you're already confused and so if you're just contradicting every thought you have like no i had a good childhood but yeah some bad things happen and but i shouldn't let those things affect me because i I, it, it's just that that weird like fight that f- mental battle that you have with your with yourself that makes it harder, and so that's why justifying your feelings can be a hard thing. Because in one side, in one side of your brain wants to say like, "Oh yeah, like I'm fine, like my childhood's amazing, like it was great," and things like that. And then the other side, like, "Well yeah, it was great, but also you have these problems." But then another side of it's like you don't want to overreact and like. Uh, whenever you do have the problems like anxiety or like when we have like a panic attack and like that, like you, you, you don't want to always chalk up like your past up to like why you have those problems because it does feel ungrateful and it does feel like you're kind of just being overdramatic about the situation. But in a, in a way, there's a good justification and a bad justification. But in a, the way I feel, and again, this is to each of their own, like how I was said before, that that's going to be a main part of these conversations is to each of their own that um y- that the feelings you feel should be are like how, how should i say it? like the f- your feelings are usually justified that uh, the way that you feel is is probably going to be correct most of the time because again when it comes to a lot of people i've talked to a lot of my friends a lot of people that i've talked to in the mental hospital that um it's really hard to justify the good from the bad when you get into like this mental space. And so, um, but going off of that, or not going off of that, but like closing with that, because we are running out of time. We have about three minutes left until uh, we have to go. So anyway, with that being said, that's kind of how like the basic uh, episode is going to go. So if you did enjoy that, please remember to uh, like on the, like and subscribe on the YouTube video and maybe even comment like what you want us to talk about and if you want to be in a video if you see this or if you're a parent student adult guardian anything like that if you want to be in a video please let me know I'll have the email in the description down below and on YouTube I'll pop it up on the screen right here in front of us and then um also just comment things you want us to talk about if you want to learn more about like what maybe kids think about now in society with social media how we process information and things like that and if you're a parent and want to know that about your kid um then let me know i'll talk about it and maybe help it help like kind of explain the way that we kind of think now because this is a teenager talking to other teenagers and adults i'm explaining the thought process of multiple different people i'm gonna have different people on than jesse here but today i want to make it a little bit easier on myself and have my best friend on because i know we can have this good conversation like how we did today but anyway if you didn't enjoy please remember to stick around i will be posting these every monday uh monday morning and um 
And again, I hope you enjoyed. And if you do, please remember to follow me on all my accounts. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to YouTube. Smash and, that like button. Ah, uh, yes, the stereotypical. I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, so I know, I know. I can see you getting an answer over there. Yeah, the stereotypical just outro for every YouTuber. But anyway, uh, I hope you have a good day, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Oh.